0: your bitch my name is charlotte and i'm many things but most importantly for this podcast i am multicultural and sometimes a bitch we're going to talk about everything from relationships to daily life all from a multicultural point of view each week i'll be accompanied by the most amazing guests to delve further into topics that really affect us all you'd better get ready for it bitches Hi everybody, welcome to Bonjour Bitch this week where we will be discussing becoming a new mum with my lovely friend and amazing influencer Belle. Hi Belle. Hi, how are you? Good. <laughs> Belle is very nervous everybody, I am this very is nervous. her first podcast, <laughs> but she will be absolutely fine. So to get into it slightly, um, tell me a bit where your family originates from.
1: Um, So I grew up in Australia, um, but my dad, he grew up in Portugal, he grew up in Madeira, and my mum, she's a bit of a mix. She's German and Maltese, and she actually recently did one of those DNA test strip things. Oh yeah, how does it come back? Yeah, well, she was like kind of a mix of everything, but turns out she's half Italian really randomly, which we had no idea about, which is really cool, so... It explains my pastor addiction. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And
0: how did your parents transmit their Portuguese and German cultures to you? Because those are
1: the two cultures that mainly they transmit it to you, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And a bit of my mom's mom is Maltese, so Maltese as well. So I guess for my Portuguese side, my dad, we always went to the Madeira Club. Um, so my dad was born in Madeira, an island sort of. It's actually off... Um, Africa it's not near, it's more of yeah than it's off not Portugal, near Portugal isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess the cultures are quite different as well to mainland Portugal so we would go to the Madeira club I actually took part in a um like a, a fashion contest there when I was like five years old so that was fun and um I would also travel with my parents to Germany and Portugal where I visited the extended family learned a bit more about them, their sides. Um, so where did your parents meet? Oh, my parents met in Australia. So your parents met in yeah, Australia. Yeah, they met in Australia, I think. And yeah. how
0: often would you go back to Portugal or Madeira and Germany in order to see family and relatives?
1: Uh, my first trip was when I was four years old. And I remember it so well. It's funny, cause like, you don't really have many memories from when you're four, but I remember everything like, I remember where my dad took me and where he showed me where he grew up and i i just remember it so well it's like it's like yesterday like meeting all the family in in germany and munich it was yeah the memories are really strong and do you speak a bit of portuguese or italian uh, or oh german? no, definitely no italian i wish i spoke italian <laughs> that's like such a beautiful language do you speak portuguese or german um, a bit? like little parts but i wouldn't say i'm Fluent,
0: <laughs> but if you go there, you understand what people say to
1: you. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But I, you know, how you lose it as well. Yeah, and you know, I grew up with my on my dad's side speaking like a bit of I don't know, not proper Portuguese because they're from Madeira, so it's yeah, a bit, it's a bit different. They the words they use is a bit different. So yeah, but um, I lived in Munich for a little bit after I finished school and so I learned a bit more German then and really picked it up and remembered things, Amazing. but yeah. So your I guess
0: parents didn't speak to you in the languages?
1: No, a uh, little bit, but not fluently. They didn't speak to me in German or Portuguese. Was
0: there a reason why?
1: Uh, I guess because they both didn't understand, like my mum doesn't speak Portuguese, so. Okay,
0: so they spoke English with each other and then yeah. hence spoke
1: English with you. Yeah, yeah.
0: And do you regard being multicultural as an
1: advantage for yourself? I wouldn't say it's an advantage. I think everyone's like mixed to some degree, you know, so I, I wouldn't really say it's an advantage. I mean, maybe experiencing different foods, that was a bit of an advantage. And also being in a, you know, Western European, that's like a household that was, I guess, a privilege more than an advantage. Yeah, I guess, like, everyone sort of originated from, like, the one group of, like, people, I think. Mm. Don't quote me on this. But I think everyone, like, originated, like, evolutionary from, like, Africa. So we're all, like, the same people. So I don't – I wouldn't say I'm advantaged, but maybe privileged. Yeah.
0: What was your favourite part
1: of growing up in Australia? Favourite part? Um, I guess the – all the beaches, the the weather, of course, I think everyone who's from Australia will say the weather. Because where did you grow up in Australia? Oh, I grew up in Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, I grew up in Sydney, always close to the beach my whole life, like walking distance, always on a bay. It was just beautiful. Like, I don't know, like I guess here, grow, kids that grow up in London, like it's so like city, like they don't really have that nature to like connect back to. Why did you move to London then? (laughs) Well, my partner's British, so that was the reason.
0: And Alex is originally from
1: London or is he originally from somewhere else in the UK? He's from Somerset originally. He grew up there and it's really nice down there. There's like lots of sheep and cattle and (laughs) (laughs) cute little farm animals. But he lives in
0: London and hence why you moved to London. Yeah, he lives in
1: London and I moved here. But I think we will eventually move back to Australia. Oh, really? Yeah, he loves Australia. Um, He came down not last year, Christmas, the year before. He came for eight weeks and we travelled all around Australia and he would just was in love with it he'd been before he'd been to visit me but it was in winter so it was a little bit different I guess winter's not so bad but uh, compared to like London yeah. winter. but <laughs> but yeah he really got to experience Australia for a good eight weeks wow yeah you must have traveled a lot we did a bit of traveling yeah all around Australia went to Uluru and Ezrock uh, and I think nice. that's what you guys would call it yeah. yeah what do you call it um the aboriginal word is Uluru okay yeah so I guess I grew up knowing it's just Uluru. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um yeah we went to Uluru and Fraser Island which is absolutely stunning they have this beautiful lake called Lake Mackenzie and it's fresh water and there's dingoes all around the water and Aww. like oh it's so incredible
0: that sounds amazing it's
1: amazing it's it's just stunning. So when did you move to London? Officially moved to London last year, February. So yeah. Yes. Yay. Congratulations on one year. (laughs) Yeah. But I had worked in London on and off for about five years. Yeah. But officially, so I've had like a lot of changes within one year. I mean, I've moved countries. I've had a baby. I bought a house. We're now renovating that house. So when is he putting a ring like- on it? I mean, <laughs> that has to come soon. Yeah, we've talked about it. I think oh. we've just got so much going on at the yeah, moment. Yeah, to be fair, it is a lot. Yeah, we've got so much. I, it's crazy what how much my life has changed in an, in a year, but for, definitely for the better. That's yeah, so
0: cool. Yeah. So for those of you, you you probably won't guess this, but. Belle's little boy is actually in his pram, literally like two meters away <laughs> from us, deep, deep asleep. And the best little baby ever.
1: He has not made a sound at all. <laughs> um, he is a good baby. I mean, I don't ever, I don't, I can't compare him to any other babies cause I've never had a baby. So I don't, I don't know when people ask me, oh, is he a good baby? I'm like, uh, yeah. But I think he is cause he's just, he's so happy. He seems really chilled. He is chill, yeah. I guess, of course, he gets upset. I mean, all babies have a little meltdown every now and then. But, I mean, he's just so happy. I mean, he started laughing at eight weeks, which is really unusual. And he's just such a giggler. So (laughs) cute.
0: How did you meet Alex?
1: So my partner, (laughs) I don't know if he's comfortable with me sharing this. (laughs) But go on, go, go. I kind of reverse catfished him. Yeah, I guess you could call it that. <laughs> scoop, people, which scoop. Is, this is a true story. <laughs> oh, I don't know if he was comfortable, but I, I'll leave it at there. I'll leave it with um, I reverse catfished him.
0: <laughs> but he does know who Belle is right now, so we're good. We're oh, fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he had no idea who I was when I first met him, though, which was Aww. really sweet. I wanted to find someone that I guess I was looking for him my whole life. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Oh. I'm going to like blush. I know. <laughs> but I was like I, I had always pictured Alex in my head and yeah, I met him I, and he's always just been the person I wanted my whole life. And I guess growing up, I was all, like, I would always date guys who were really obnoxious and actually, no, a lot of my ex-boyfriends are really lovely people, <laughs> but um <laughs> <laughs> but really like loud i'd always like date the loud guy and i just did not i don't know cuz i'm i'm an introvert and i just wanted like another introvert another fellow like you know someone like me and yeah alex is just everything i wanted in a guy he's just down to earth and he's quiet he's he's so lovely to be fair knowing
0: you both you're such
1: a lovely couple <laughs> Um, so I
0: can't say anything bad about him or you or anything, so yeah. <laughs> Did you always know that you
1: wanted to be a mum? Yeah, definitely. There hasn't been – I know a lot of women like question it, especially like with today's society, like there's a lot of pressure on women to become mothers and then some women who don't want to be – like, and they know deep down they don't want to be a um, a mother, but then they're pressured by society, yeah. which is – I don't agree with. I think you've just got to do what makes you happy. Um, but for me, I never had that like questioning in my head. I've just always wanted to be a mother. Yeah, I've always wanted to be a mum. I grew up with my Nan and she's so maternal and I think she passed that down to me. Yeah, cause she's just been my best friend my whole life.
0: That's so sweet. Yeah. And how was it being pregnant and giving birth in London? so far away from your friends and family. I know your parents came over yeah. at one point, but I know also your granny that you just mentioned, she passed away whilst you were pregnant, Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, that was really tough. She passed away at the start of my pregnancy, right when the hormones are going crazy, right when I moved countries. It was, it was really hard, especially cause she was like, she was like my rock. She was just, my other half, I guess you could definitely say she was my soul mate, like she would tell that, to, like say that to me. So it was so difficult going through that, especially moving countries. Um, but I guess as my pregnancy progressed, this second trimester, third trimester was definitely a lot easier for me. I guess the hormones sort of level out. You get to cope with like grief a little bit better as it goes along. And I also stopped working, which helped. So I just relaxed, I I didn't do much at all the last couple of days of my pregnancy. To be
0: fair though, I think what was really interesting from somebody, not just a friend, but somebody following you as well on social media was that you documented your pregnancy a lot and in a very real way and very inclusive way as well, which I think was very refreshing
1: for a lot of people. Yeah, I think a lot of people well, I know even I did, I would compare myself to other pregnant women and like, oh, why why is my bump not big enough? Or why like I don't have this or like why have I got morning sickness and they don't? And I think I wanted to I always wanted to document my pregnancy, but I definitely wanted to be inclusive mm. that everyone's pregnancies are so different. Like even my mother experienced her pregnancy is completely different to mine. Like she hated her pregnancy or I loved it and I just don't want anyone to compare and, like, feel bad. Yeah, I didn't want anyone feeling bad, like m- maybe looking at me and thinking that, oh, she doesn't have much of a bump, like, I've got a massive bump. But then I would be feeling like, oh, I've got only a small bump. I want a really big bump. I want everyone yeah. to know I'm pregnant. But, you know, you just... It's everyone's so... Di- oh, there he is. <laughs> everyone's so different. So I just wanted to be inclusive. I didn't want to, like... I I, I tried not to leave anyone out and make everyone feel like you know you shouldn't compare you have no idea what's going to happen you can't control a lot of your pregnancy and your birth like I had a birth plan and it it definitely didn't go to plan like there were things that I couldn't control and that happens to a lot of people I think some people can have a bit of like postpartum depression because of their their birth they'll have an expected birth in their head and if it doesn't go to plan you need a emergency cesarean they could feel like they could maybe get upset within themselves but yeah. it's definitely not your fault. It's things just happen, you can't control it, yeah.
0: How do you plan on passing your mix of cultures on to your son, seeing that you have the sort of mix of Britishness, Portuguese, German, etc.? How do you see that happening?
1: Well, we do want to live in Australia. We're going to eventually go back to Australia. I think before he goes to school, I think I'd love him to go to school in Australia. Um, But then also, we want to frequently come back to the UK. And I'd love... Uh, for him to go to Germany, visit all the family members there and definitely Portugal. We're going to Malta uh, at the end of the year, which will be nice, so I have some family members in Malta and I'm going to meet my mum there because she's going on a cruise. Oh, nice. Yeah, so little bubba's going to go there. So cute. So
0: would you freak out if he had a British accent when he speaks English?
1: No, I wouldn't freak out. I think that would be really cute. But if you go back to Australia, he's going to have an Australian accent, right? Uh, I'm not sure how the accents work. Like, I think like if he was going to an Australian school, he probably would have he's licking the microphone. He's <laughs> he li- literally licking the thing. He here. eats everything. He eats everything. Is that nice? It's how they they learn with their mouths at the moment, so like everything is in his mouth. Even his feet. His little feet go in his mouth. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm not sure how accents work, but I guess if he's going to school in Australia, he will have an Australian accent. Yeah, he will do. And so do you ever feel homesick even more now that you've got your little boy? I think the first, he's four and a half months now, but I think the first like two months I did feel a little bit homesick just because the start. Like a newborn stage is quite difficult. You're not sure what they want. He's just licking the microphone. <laughs> um, you're not sure what they want and it is a really big change. Like you're growing as a person. Like you're just stepping into this like motherhood role and it's all so new. So I did really miss my mum. Yeah. Um. I did miss my nan. I, I still miss my nan as well. I wish she could be here. But um, homesick, like missing Australia, no. I've just really missed my family being around and supporting you yeah but I haven't missed Australia yeah yeah
0: and how do you deal with being a young mum on social media especially with trolls
1: yeah trolls are a tough one I guess because I've always been well for the last five years or so I've been on social media so I'm kind of used to it it's not like I jumped in as a mother yeah um, so I'm used to people trolling and doing all sorts.
0: Yeah, but surely you shouldn't get used to it. I mean, I know that I texted you, what, two, three days ago? Yeah. Because this fake account wanted to add me on Instagram. And I went and looked at it and it was all pictures of you and it was a fake account. So I know, I sent it to you straight away. I was like, mm, maybe you should know about this. But I know that, for example, you've decided to, as much as you post about your little boy, mm. you haven't revealed his name, I don't think.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't. Re- I um, just don't want to reveal oh, like, his face, which yeah. I
0: completely respect and understand. But I just think, you know, it mustn't be
1: easy being in such a public eye. It has been a bit, a, I guess a bit tough, but- I've dealt with a lot worse in the past, like bullying. So now that I'm a mother, I guess, I don't know, it's like this weird like mothership bond that like mothers like unite together and if anyone does say anything bad, there's always like other mothers like sticking up for you. So it's really quite, I don't know, it's really comforting and really nice. It's really different to like when I wasn't a mother, I felt really alone. And now I guess I don't feel as alone. I don't know, I can't explain it, but... The bullying is a lot easier to handle. I think after you've gone through childbirth, you can like deal with anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so you have a dog, Murphy. We do, yes. Lovely French bulldog. Yes. Frenchy mum too. Yep. And how has he adapted to no longer being the only baby of the
1: family? Yeah, he is no longer an only child. <laughs> he He's adapted really well. I mean, at the start, it was so cute. <laughs> when we took baby home, he was just staring at me and crying. And he's never done that. Aww. He's never cried. Yeah, he was just so, I don't know if it was like overwhelming emotions or I don't know why he was crying. But yeah, he was crying, like staring, looking at me feeding my baby and but now he's he loves him they they get along so well Aww. his little hands are always in the dog's mouth and that's good for his immune system It is good I, I know I I freaked out about it at the start but then I watched this babies documentary on oh, Netflix Oh yeah, yeah I really yeah. want to watch it apparently it's, it's amazing Really good And then there was an episode about dogs and uh not just dogs like animals and having babies and apparently that having pets around uh, your children not have, have as many allergic reactions yes and like asthma and stuff because it's yep. like a immune system over response I don't know if I'm saying these words when right, we grew but, up with yeah.
0: um dogs we were constantly playing with the dogs etc mm. and we weren't necessarily washing our hands all the time afterwards yeah. um and you know we never as a result like we never got ill all the time, we never had asthma, we never had any of those sorts of things. And I think, you know, being around animals from such a young age definitely helps. Yeah, I, I really think so. And also they understand themselves on a different level, I think. You know, they're, they're mm. a similar physical size as well. Yeah, And they both have a very, like, floor sort of vision. Mm. And sometimes I see videos, specifically of French Bulldogs, because I'm a Frenchie mom as well. <laughs> um, but, you know, a Frenchies that are sort of teaching babies how to crawl or teaching babies oh, wow. how And it's so sweet. And the babies oh. literally imitate the dogs. It's the cutest thing. Oh. I have to send you some of these.
1: You do. That is so cute. I'm really happy I have Murphy because I don't have family around. He's kind of like, he's my family member. So it's so nice cute. having him in the house. And then
0: finally, what would you give our listeners as a piece of advice on becoming a
1: new mum in an adoptive country? I guess being a new mum is is hard no matter what country you're in. (laughs) Like it's all so new, but um, advice I'd have is probably join some baby groups. They're great, I was really nervous to join them, but you just meet so many, mothers are so lovely. You just meet really nice women. And everyone's there, well, I mean, all the women I've met, I don't know, I can't, I'm sure there's probably some judgmental (laughs) mothers out there, but all the mothers I've met are so lovely at these mothers' groups and it's so easy to make friends once you have a baby because it's it's like a talking point. You go into a coffee shop and everyone's like, oh, what a cute baby, and then you start (laughs) talking. It's like when you have dogs then. Yeah, but I guess... Having a baby in another country, I, I mean the UK is so similar to Australia, I, I, I can't, I, I wouldn't know about moving to a country that you don't speak the language, yeah. that might be quite difficult, but I guess moving from Australia to the UK, that's very easily, very similar medical systems, really similar country, so it hasn't been too different, too difficult or yeah. different, yeah.
0: It's time for the bitch fire round. Awesome. (laughs) Well, it's now time for the bitch fire question round. (laughs) So I will ask you some questions, giving you two options, and then you have to answer with your chosen one. So for example, dog
1: or cat? This might be a surprise, but it's actually cat. (gasps)
0: <gasps> don't
1: tell murphy. murphy cover your ears i can't believe your I mommy know. just said that i grew up like with cats my whole life and i mean i've grew- i've grown up with dogs too but I don't know why, I've just always loved little cats. I love cats, but I'd love Poor dogs Murphy. too. Yeah, but to I be really fair, Frenchies dogs. look a bit
0: like cats, so it's fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Big
0: ears. Right, so we'll continue and the more we go on, the quicker we'll get. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> Netflix or prime? Netflix. Bath or shower? Bath. ASOS or Zara? Zara. Sweet or savoury? Ooh, sweet. Coffee or tea? Tea. Winter or summer? Summer.
1: City or countryside? Countryside. Vintage or new? Oh, I like a mix of both. (laughs) (laughs) It depends on what context, like a house or fashion. I don't know, a bit of both. Instagram or Twitter?
0: Instagram. And on this note, can you remind us of your social media handle, please? Oh,
1: yes. My Instagram is Lucia
0: awesome (laughs) thank you so so much for joining us today on bonjour bitch with your little boy first baby on the podcast (laughs) youngest guest ever so cute (laughs) thank you so much for joining us and telling us a bit more about your journey on becoming a mum and um we'll look forward to speaking to you all soon thank Thank you. you bye
1: thank you bye
0: Remember to tune in next Monday for a brand new episode and please rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. It really does help us out. We'll see you then. Au revoir, bitches.